Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Monday, June 29th, 2020, and there is no serious XM radio for a Hard Factor radio, Barstool radio this week. So keep it here on the podcast for all of your Hard Factor needs through the 4th of July. Did you boys have a good weekend this last weekend leading up to the 4th of July week? Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. You know, you know it. I got these Royal what? Crusader glasses. I don't yeah, know. They that, look pretty nice. I don't know if that pretty- tells you anything about my weekend was. Yeah, youtube.com slash hard factor news to check out those glasses. They look pretty cool. Is that what you did over the you bought some sunglasses? That was the main thing I did this weekend. Uh first I really I, I did some research, uh shopped around, and then I then I hit buy. Uh, how much do those things cost? These things? Royal Crusaders? Yeah. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, not bad. Not yeah, bad. Not bad. Pretty good, pretty good look. For I feel 30. like I'm now in for Star the ra- Trek. For- for the radio, they got a Macho Man type vibe too. Yeah, with they the do. Shit. Um, for the you for the serious radio, there won't be any new radio. We, they might be playing like old shows of ours, but we, we just don't know. Don't know. So not sure keep exactly. It here on the pod as well. Not sure. Right. Pod for new stuff this week. Radio yeah. for you will find out mystery box. And uh, what happened with Cam Newton, Willie? Oh yeah. Well, uh, Cam Newton is now on the Patriots. <laughs> in case in case you are sleeping under under a rock, I'm sure oh, everybody's heard that that's by now. Horrible news for Buffalo Bills fans. It was supposed to be their time. Wow, well, that is that's not good. Where the bill? I mean, come on. Where the Bills? I mean, Bills Mafia. All right, but uh, they were the, supposed the to win that always, division. They okay, were win the that Pats. Division. The Pats were always going to have something up their sleeve. I don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's not pretend like Bill Belichick isn't Bill Belichick. True. Uh, true. Yeah. But Mark is gone. All right, fine. Then I will, Will. Uh, so got a protest update for you guys to kick off the show. First up, the citizens of the CHOP, formerly known as the Chaz, are refusing to give up their hippie utopia in downtown Seattle. So I guess there uh. were a lot of rumors going around that city officials were coming in to remove the barricades this weekend and kind of just, I guess, tell everyone to go home and shower and stay home. Yeah, the mayor but, requested that they all leave last week, basically. Right. Yeah. So they were going to come in and just remove the barriers and just force them out well they had um, they had people the, walking around being like hey can you go home can yeah and then work. there was people just laying on the ground being like no yeah there's a lot of that too <laughs> that would um, be me but at the time of this recording that's all it was really it was just a bunch of that no one really left right so um <laughs> when you hear times of when they're coming that's not when they're coming said one of the CHOP's leaders, and uh, Angelica. So it's good to know that they have some intelligent leaders there in the CHOP. She's saying they're doing like the Donald Trump thing. Like, we're not going to actually tell you when we're going to actually come in. Right. That would be stupid. 
Uh, so she's she's saying that, of course, they weren't going to come this weekend if they said they were. Uh, some people that live in or around the areas occupied by the trap, like the homeowners, have moved. Uh, while others are not happy the trap is still a thing, um, it's very concerning, and the trap security has gotten more contentious. They won't let people in the neighborhood sometimes at night, people that live here, said one guy Whoa, that lives what? in the area. <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you're coming home and you work like a in, in like a night shift like, oh. and you're trying to get back to your apartment, condolences to everybody. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. The, you gotta the travel with It's got to be expensive though. Probably it's, it's a Capitol Hill zone, right? It's got to be high priced real estate. Yeah, so people don't want to deal with that bullshit. Uh, so they're like moving, and they're just like, "This is fucked up." They make you roll uh, around with your people- deed. Yeah, exactly. Well, it like- seems <laughs> very un-American that they can just take your property from you. Um, right. Well, it's not their property. It's them like entering and exiting an area. They're not like like sitting in their but apartments. But by all rights, they've basically yeah, it's, denied it's your great. access to your own personal property. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Um, the chop people also, I guess, removed uh, the the rhubarb uh, loops. Like that, each of the barricades has loops, so it's easy for like a instrument to pick up the barricades but they cut the those off steering them off of the ends the loops so it's make gonna make it more challenging for city officials to remove like they're do, they're they're, bar- they're hunkering down they're they're making it hard to remove the barricades dug in like an them. alabama tick exactly uh so that's that's what's going on in the chop they're dug in like an alabama tick and we'll keep you updated uh in other news uh, two police departments got in some hot water this weekend, if you can believe it. The Aurora PD in Aurora, Colorado. I mean, at least two two got in trouble. The Aurora PD in Aurora, Colorado busted up a peaceful protest for Elijah McLean on Saturday in City Center Park. Uh, Elijah died while in Aurora police custody last year. He was a violinist. So the park like v- vigil and like the protest had a bunch of violinists playing. Um, but the soothing violin sounds did not stop the police in full riot gear from uh, pepper spraying and pushing the protesters by force out of the park and into a parking lot. Whoa. Yeah. That seems aggressive. I got to I got to say uh, violin, beautiful instrument. But if not played yeah. well, terrible instrument, terrible sounds can come out of that thing if you don't know what you're doing. And when you get Good a group point. of humans together who are like going to do a jam, especially this is Denver, Colorado. I've had some experience with this. Usually doesn't end well. One guy wants to play one thing, another guy wants to play another thing. It's just a mess. Well, the videos have some pretty pretty good violin uh, music going on. There's one in particular of a guy playing "Changes" by Tupac, which which absolutely fucked oh, wow. Pat. Oh. And um, while he's doing I that, take it back. The peaceful the peaceful protesters are listening to him play "Changes" on the violin, which was incredible. And you can see like see pepper spray in the background. So it's like this beautiful grassy area where everyone's just chilling and listening to "Changes" by Tupac. Yet the police and riot gears really like. They- why they even show up? Yeah. I don't even know why they even showed up to this protest. Um, the Aurora police did issue a statement saying, hey, some protesters were arming themselves with sticks and rocks and uh, hurling projectiles or bottles at us. So two sides to every story. But I don't think right. they should have even fucking bothered to show up. to this. I don't want to be this guy, Mark. Violin thing. T- technically, it's probably that's a Hornsby. That's Bruce Hornsby. If we're just talking about the music, just saying. Uh, considering um, the protest. And no, I'm going to go against you there and say it was Tupac. Changes, okay. So, OK. Understood that they're the same um, harmony and stuff. And, they yes, sampled no. uh, him, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think he's playing the Tupac Changes version. So I'm going to disagree with you there. Okay. Uh, anyways, it seemed, seemed pretty chill to me, but luckily this one just ended in some sore eyes, and the protest did continue peacefully in the parking lot with more violin playing. Oh. So they said, you know, like they, they were just like, all right, guys, leave so us alone. They just along. moved it a little bit, and then they just kept going. Yeah, exactly. And the cops realized, hey, it's just violinists. Maybe we should just back off. Why are we here? Uh, yeah. Next police force that got some heat was our very own Austin Police Department in Austin, <laughs> Texas. 
Yeah. You may remember a week or so ago, the APD caught some uh, flack online for, for putting out a post that said, oh, we just want to thank all of our citizens who sent us all these thank you letters. We love protecting you and serving for you. And, and look at all this love you, you poured. You, you, you look guys at sent all us of hundreds them. of letters. And look the at handwriting. <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem, the handwriting. So they put out a picture of all these thank you notes uh, in their envelopes. And like 50% of them said just thank you on the envelope with the exact same. It was one guy's wife so, is what it was. It was one. Right. Guy's wife. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and she stayed up most, for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Her hand hurt. <laughs> she just got a stamp. So they got drugged for that. Cause it was quite obvious that, you know, the vast majority of them were forgeries. Self-congratulations. Um, yeah. Self-congratulations. <laughs> uh, so now that was a fast forward to like this weekend and um, they're getting in trouble again as of Sunday because people are going through their itemized budget, the APDs, and they noticed a, a line item that said they spent $3,000 on an item listed as snacks, puffs, cheese flavor. So 3K <laughs> on cheesy puffs. Did you do the math there? What are those retail for, Mark? Probably like like oh, six ninety nine. I mean, it depends. Oh, yeah, it's like Costco. a thousand tubs. It's like it's yeah. like a thousand three dollar tubs. If you bought it's it a lot bulk. of plastic, yeah. it's a lot of plastic <laughs> tubbing. Um, that's a lot of cheese puffs. Yeah, that's not going to help for this police work. That's going to make things more challenging. Cheese puffs. Yeah, yeah, and also they spent thirteen thousand on an item listed as jet skis. Now the APD responded Pretty on Twitter clear what saying, "What that is? Yeah, that one's that one's, that one's even easier. I've never seen the, okay. So flavors. for those of you guys who don't know Austin, it is on a lake technically, but I've never seen cops right. on jet. Skis. Well, it's a river they call a lake." Yes. So so that's a good point, Pat. But let me defend a little bit. I'll play devil's advocate a little bit here. The APD responded on Twitter saying the snacks are actually for victims of domestic violence and are not just cheesy puffs, but they're like uh, dry, good snacks that when, you know, people that have domestic violence, they need to either come and be taken care of by the police. Because that's what they want is cheesy poofs in their times of uh trying uh need. Just just happen to say cheese. Sorry, your husband's Uh, violent. Here's a here's a cheese snack. Here's here's a half tub of cheesy puff. And I, I've also seen the family side. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the Yes, we've all put our hands in it, but it's still a good amount of cheesy puffs left. Uh, and I've seen some people defending the jet skis part, Pat, by saying that they could be used in rescue efforts and that other police forces with lakes buy jet skis for that purpose. I'm not sure exactly. No, no, no. I, I saw a post. I saw a post that said they they bought them. I think why they bought them was basically for a training exercise with with the fire department because there was a okay. post from the police department like a, a long time ago saying, "Hey, we got two jet skis for this training exercise with the fire department." And like, there you go. I got no beef with the so, jet skis. Yeah, so I'm not sure, like you know, but I am certainly picturing a large barge party in my head with a shitload of cheesy poof containers and booze and jet skis and a bunch of like strippers shooting cheesy poofs out of their crotches into the cops <laughs> mouths. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Anyways, I don't know. Last update on today's protest or today on protest. And I know this is a long one, but it is rumored that the NBA is planning on letting players replace their last names on the back of their jerseys with statements on social justice. Mm. So if that's true, that will be a wild end to the season if it resumes or when it resumes. And I imagine this has got to come um, as a bit of a shock to Ron Artest, who had to legally change his name to Meta World Peace to get World Peace on the back of his Lakers jersey. Yeah. He had to fucking change his name. He was the OG of the of the names. Yeah, no, yeah, he's I'm, probably like ha- bitter, bittersweet for him. Yeah, I don't follow basketball that closely. You guys know, but Ron Artest, he was the guy that uh, punched a fan in the face, right? Yeah, but that um, was before he was Metal World. Peace. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Was uh, that, oh, he, yes. he was on the Pacers at that time. Also, um, I'm pretty sure we the NBA together. is going to do this. 
until somebody says something about Hong Kong or the Uyghurs, um, because uh, China, those those rights yeah. probably, you know, yeah. they, they, those might be hard for them to display. Um, well, we know LeBron's not going to say anything bad point, about China. Will. That's a really good point. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. We'll see how we'll yeah. see if they'll put their money where their mouth is, so to speak. No, China won't let them. The NBA will be will fold without China. We'll support, see. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think we know how that's going to yeah shake out. All right. Let's move it uh, from protests to the other thing that's been nonstop in 2020 coronavirus. OK, so the worldwide coronavirus death toll has eclipsed half a million over the weekend. Big numbers. Uh, just a few million short of Joe Biden's flub, where he said 120 million Americans are dead of COVID uh, before correcting himself. It's actually 125,000. So that's an easy mix up, obviously. That's a, it's um, a scary brain to live in, Joe Biden's. Yeah. Third of the country versus not nearly a third of the country. He like scared himself. He's like, oh, my God, that's a lot. He's saying it. He's like, well, that's a bad. We had a bad deal with this coronavirus. Ooh, it's worse than I thought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> worldwide, uh, there are outbreaks in the southern and western United States, which is, you know, what we're talking about here with the resurgence in the U.S. outside of the East Coast. Uh, and then also Brazil, Russia, India and Ho, Beijing, China, which is a bad sign that it's going to be prolonged everywhere until there's a vaccine available. So, like, if China's having re outbreaks, that was the original spot. So uh, obviously Yo, you're going to have. Yeah, yeah, we need a fucking vaccine. Come on. Like, need what that you, vaccine. What are, you, what are you, crazy? We need the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. You, it's not gonna, going anywhere. You're going to want that vaccine for sure. Uh, another interesting side effect of the continued outbreak is the mass hysteria uh, regarding the, the use of masks or not. So we covered it before where the East Coast people, you know, we had a lot of good Jersey input. And then we had Florida last week. Lots of good input about why masks are evil. But now... California and Texas are getting to take the stage uh, because now, you know, California's re-locking down shit. Texas is starting to get serious, trying to make people wear masks. So there's the new viral video of the Karen in a Bebe shirt out of North Hollywood, where it shows a woman screaming about her breathing conditions that prevent her from wearing a mask inside the North Hollywood Trader Joe's. And she was wearing a, you know, the Bebe shirts that were popular. Like Yeah, like they're like bedazzled, like rhinestones. Yeah. 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 So. She's like one of the hundred people that still have that shirt and hasn't given it to Goodwill. And she was just going maybe she off got it at Goodwill. Her. Maybe maybe she maybe she lived, maybe she's like Joe Biden and she's just living in a different world. Potentially so. North Hollywood, though, that's pretty pricey. I'd imagine she's got some dough. There's some dirty, um, dirty parts of the North Hollywood. Eh, it's true. Uh, and then another video of a woman in Dallas uh, of just throwing her groceries out of the cart. I think it was at a fiesta in protest of being asked to wear a mask in the checkout aisle. So have you guys that wouldn't really one? piss me off, of course, because yeah. she was like, put that shit back, put that shit back. It's like, lady, these people well, are a, a raging cunt yeah. grocery store, you dickhead. Yeah. yeah, they didn't they didn't come up with the fucking rules about the masks, lady. Yeah. So uh, more of those to come. There was also the guy who looked like Nick Nolte. He was in Florida, who was just like going nuts about how the masks are, you know, how you, you need to stand up for your basic freedoms. He uh, almost worked himself up into fighting everyone there. I thought yeah. he was going to just attack. Like he was, I, he was, I was hoping close. for a drop kick. Yeah. Yeah. And just sprint at somebody and drop kick him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will, I do want to point out. That point. So, so I'm going to get my coronavirus test tomorrow, but I was on a flight today on American oh, Airlines. American <laughs> Airlines flight. And American Airlines, they said their big thing is, you know, hey, you got to wear a mask. And they said something interesting. And it was out of respect for others. And I was like, okay. 
Well, that puts it in better context. But they did say there are some exceptions. And they didn't say what the exceptions were. But they said there are some exceptions that you may notice people not wearing masks on this plane because they, they meet those exceptions. What they could be, What's I don't the know. Exception? I, they didn't say. But I'm saying that woman um, saying she had a breathing uh, issue, I guess. Could be. People that know. are people that are complete assholes that won't listen. Uh, I, That's I the only exception. Yeah. yeah, I read a funny tweet this week and it said, finally, some good news. Scientists discovered a treatment that can reduce COVID-19 transmission by 70%. And it's just a piece of piece of cloth you wear in front of your dumb fucking face. It's the mask. Yeah, it's the mask. Yeah. Which we've just covered ad nauseum uh, on here. I mean, it's just science, like Mark's saying. Uh, taking it to the internet, Boris Johnson is ready to move on after his bout with coronavirus. He says, I'm fit as a butcher's dog now. Do you want to see me do some press-ups to show you how fit I am? And then he did press-ups. Uh, and yeah. talked about how Britain is about to bounce what, back from the. When did this become the thing for? Po- it's like a trend sweeping politicians. This is like like you want to make you want to know if I'm healthy to be your leader. Check these pushups. Boris, out. you know what he's doing, Pat? He's shoving it in America's face. He's like, look, you might think I'm a joke, but look at me do these pushups and my brain and my mouth are working. Yeah. And my like, joke do 24 press ups in a row. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, I got, I, I, got so. I got a he lot claims. more going on than either candidate. However. Uh, in America, that's Britain. So Britain's got some good vibes going on with the end of Corona. However, in America, bars are closing again in Florida and California and probably a lot more places soon. So, uh, you know, get your uh, mask free, breathing in each other mouth beers in while you can. They'll probably be shut down a lot of places. Lots of places now have mandatory masks in public or at least inside almost every business house. So keep Washing your hands to protect yourself, wearing a mask to protect others like we just talked about because we need the vaccine. It's just going to be around until we get it. And um, right. So keep your immune system strong, exercise, good vibes, UV rays, all that shit still applies. Pay attention to your local rules because they're going to start changing all the time now with people relocking down. Don't get arrested or fined. Yeah. Yeah. Because you might with all these new rules and then cross your fingers that sports don't get delayed too much because we want to see Cam Newton play for the Pats. There you go. I will give a shout out to. Governor Greg Abbott's been working his ass off with all the new cases, and he did like kind of reclose the bars, and he's been doing a lot of work. And he also did things like he instituted mixed drinks to go. The first round of closures, it was like mixed drinks to go, but they gave you like the mini airplane bottles. Now it's like full on yeah. mixed drinks to I'll go give from you that every restaurant. To give to That's Greg awesome. But otherwise, he's a go, Greg, guy. A- Greg Abbott's been working his yeah, ass off. I would no, no Pat, I would say Abbott's done done. I, I don't. I disagree. Kicking I'm, ass. I'm, I'm with Pat on this. Abbott is putting it all in the businesses. He's too scared to implement uh, a mask uh, thing on his own because he knows he'd lose uh, votes. Right. And so he's putting a lot of it on the businesses. So that's why in Texas you see a slow response. I think he's businesses. been working hard. I think he's been working he, hard. He, he should have been working hard at the fucking beginning. And he put he put his head right. in the sand like an ostrich, well, in my opinion. Pat can't, Pat can't give a gold star when, when it's due. I get it. Okay. Well, I mean, I think the Greg Abbott one, Greg Abbott is 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 polarizing on how he's I'm saying. giving a I'm giving a gold star to Greg. You Abbott. You got one gold Hard star Mark. for Greg Abbott out of yeah, three potential what's, what's a negative gold star. Of, of, <laughs> are you guys ready for a Trump date? Monday sure. morning Trump date. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Well, guys, Trump demonstrated excellent leadership and promoted unity once again when he retweeted a video of some boomers in golf carts. Yelling white power while pumping their fists into the air like the atmosphere was made up of Latino immigrants. Uh, did you guys yeah. see this video? It was weird, weird retweet. No, it was deleted by the time that I had heard that he had what? retweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. So but, here's what uh, it was. And he, it was a quote tweet. Right. So he quote tweeted yeah. this video and added, 
Thank you to the great people of the Villages. The Villages is some sort of golf cart retirement community in Florida. We've covered them extensively. Yeah, yeah, it's right. The oh, the Villages the is, yeah. Do they fuck so much yeah, in the Villages? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The radical left do nothing. Democrats will fall in the fall. Corrupt Joe is shot. See you soon. Literally, here's what the video was. Uh, a parade of white people in golf carts uh, being met with a parade of anti-Trump protesters. And then one guy being like, yeah, well, white power. What power? Like clear as the day is long. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Not good. And then he was like, it's an accident to retweet that, which like, eh, you have like 50 people on social media. Yeah. How long was the video? Uh, How long was the video? May, uh, maybe 45 seconds. Okay. I was going to say if it was like five. No, no, yeah. bro. It's right in minutes, there. Five minutes. You argue yeah. with the most important Twitter in the world. Uh, yeah. Come on. You got to vet that. You got to watch that 45 second video. Well, it brings up the question. Do you know what he's doing? I don't know. I'm sure there were very fine people Mm. on both sides. In other fun news, guys, American intelligence officials have concluded that Russian military intelligence units secretly offered bounties to Taliban Taliban linked uh, militants for killing coalition forces in Afghanistan, including and specifically targeting American troops. Not cool. Yeah, that's That's not good. That's not good. Yeah, this, this has been like this has been like verified. Right? It's verified. Uh, no one is denying that it's true. Um, this would be the first time a Russian spy unit was known to have orchestrated attacks on Western troops. So this is essentially a declaration of war in a lot of ways. Well, the first time it's been known. Verified, I'm yes. sure that this isn't the first time it's it's happened. Um, yeah, so it's probably not I the mean, first time our government knew about it, honestly. But probably the first time the public has found out. Russia needs to fuck off, right? Like they're oh, Russia needs to fuck off big good. time. This is not good at all. 2016 election, it's verified that they not not that they with Trump and his administration, but they were well, fucking they were with the 2016 fucking election. With it, yeah, but that's a verified fact, and now it's verified that they tried to pay uh, Afghan militants to kill U.S. soldiers. Bounties. Fuck, fuck you, Russia. Yep. According to the New York Times, who broke the article, American intelligence officials told the president about the findings in March. So this is the big hullabaloo. Uh, People are real pissed at Trump because apparently he was briefed in March uh, and offered a number of options for reprimanding Russia. But Trump chose not to retaliate. Uh, National Intelligence Director John Ratcliffe denied that the president had been briefed uh, on the issue uh, when he tweeted on Saturday. Trump then tweeted, quote, nobody briefed me or told me or at VP Pence or Chief of Staff Mark Meadows about the so-called attack on our troops in Afghanistan by Russians, as reported through an anonymous source by Fake News New York Times. Yeah, everyone is denying so, it, and there's been many attacks on us. Uh, no one's denying it. Kayla, Kayla, well, right, nobody's denying that that happened. But 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 there's this Radcliffe guy saying Trump wasn't briefed. Who was the person that said Trump was briefed? Um, well, that's the that's the big question is, was he briefed that's or not? That's the anonymous source. Right? That's the big question. Was he briefed or not? Trump okay. Went on to well, so it's a he said, she said, you don't know. It's interesting. Take it to the Internet. Liz Cheney, uh, the Republican from, I believe, Wyoming, says if reporting about Russian bounties on U.S. forces is true, the White House must explain one. Why weren't the president or the vice president briefed? Was the info in the PDB? Uh, two. Who did know and when? And three. What has been done in response to protect our forces and hold Putin accountable? Uh, that's, good question. Right. Yeah. All good, good question. All good question. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys, let's take it to talk about predicted a little bit. Predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. If you want to gamble on news and politics, you can do it through predict it. And if you go to that unique URL, predict it, predict it.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 and deposit 20 bucks for, well, upon your sign up, we will match that 20, give you a free 20 
The market I am liking this week, guys, is which party will win the U.S. Senate election in Montana in 2020. Right now, the Democrats are at 56 cents with Steve Bullock, who's the current governor of Montana, and he's uh, taking on the incumbent Steve Danies uh, at 45 cents. Uh, who's oh, wow. what, a show, what a showdown. It's a major showdown. I'm thinking, obviously, a governor for local voters is going to have more name recognition. And uh, Governor Bullock took 95 percent of the vote in the, in the Democratic primary, where Danes took mm. or Danes took 88 percent. So I don't know. It's close. I just have South, a feeling. South Dakota, huh? Is that the Mon- Montana? Montana. Montana. Sorry. Montana. Trump's going to need to step in there and, and endorse his boy. Dane, well, he certainly Dane's, will. He certainly he's will. That's that. a huge race them up. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. I just always think when a governor's running, it's tough to beat a governor, even if you're an incumbent senator, because. Well, hang on. Your favorite word's gubernatorial. Oh, I love so that word. That's kind of you're, you're a little bit. Biased I am a homer for gubernatorial. Also, uh, and also when someone says governor, like that's pretty hey, cool. Governor. Too. Yeah. Bullock also interesting. I wonder if his presidential failed presidential run helps or hurts this race. I doubt um, it matters. I don't know. Montana is a very elastic state when it comes to going red or blue. Uh, anyway, that's, yeah, they might just appreciate he went for it. I agree. Uh, it's predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 guys. That's not how it worked for Rick Perry, though. Just <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It doesn't always work that way. Who had? <laughs> hey guys, who had Godzilla Dust Cloud or something similar to that to that on their uh, 2020 Apocalypse Bingo card? Did you guys? No, no I didn't fill mine out because I figured what was the. We point. need to start making those. Yeah. I feel like Locust Cloud would have been close. Something I, I biblical. Like, no, because the you knew that the 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 uh, vermin or whatever the murder hornets had already come. So true. That was okay, but it is the year so, of the cicada, but, so. That's what happened. Yeah, it's depending on where you are. I think it's always the year cicada, but there's a bad cicada. Also, for sure. I heard I heard that this is supposed to be an insanely bad fire year, like way worse than even the last couple of years that were already. That's horrible. That's not what we want to hear. Well, no, that's not good. Wait, there was a seven mile season, Mark. There was a seven mile fire in yeah. Reno over the weekend. Seven mile long. That's a big fire. That's that is big. So this is a. What this is, the Godzilla dust cloud, is a dust cloud from the Saharan desert that travels thousands of miles across the Atlantic Ocean trade winds and ends up splat on the southern U.S. from Texas to Florida, causing poor air conditions and haziness. Uh, And it sure as shit was uh, in Austin this weekend, as you couldn't see the skyline from like a mile away on the highways. And if you just like looked outside, it was very hazy. Also, not what you need. Poor, dusty air quality in Texas and Florida, the two states that are just absolutely exploding with coronavirus right now. <laughs> this is a dust factory. It's a dusty and windy out here, too. This, yeah, I say bring it on. That. I just wanted to get yeah, worse. Yeah, just just I mean, this is like a troll, in my opinion. Apparently, this happens once in a while, uh, but it's no. the worst dust cloud. Like the, the Sahara always like shoots dust out and it, it hits like Florida, like very, very frequently, maybe a couple times a year, maybe once a year. I don't know. But this is the worst in the past 50 years. I was going to say, terms of, yeah. if you watch the uh, what's one of the Netflix Planet Earth things, they they cover this dust cloud and it like, yeah, it like feeds the the like swamps or something, something like that. But they, they normally don't call it the Godzilla dust cloud because it's usually not this fucking big. Mm. Um, so it's just one more fuck you from 2020. Nothing too serious. Uh, again, I think it's just a major troll from 2020. Oh, and if the Godzilla dust cloud that came that traveled 5,000 miles to your uh, ruin your outdoor weekend this weekend didn't bother you, maybe this news will. Radiation sensors in Stockholm detected higher than usual but still harmless levels of isotopes produced by nuclear fission. Sounds Probably familiar. Yeah. 
Yes, it does. Uh, probably from somewhere on or near the Baltic Sea this weekend, they said. Uh, they think it's uh, from a civil um, thing, not like a military thing. So they think yeah. it is from like a nuclear reactor type thing. Um, but they're not sure. Three isotopes, CS-134, CS-137, and RU-103 were detected at higher than normal levels. So who knows what it's from? It could be a nuclear reactor like Chernobyl type deal. That doesn't s- doesn't seem to be that serious yet. Uh, or maybe it's literally Godzilla, not just a gu- dust cloud named after him. Oh, what if he emerged mine. from the Baltic Sea this week? Yeah, oh, he's cool. so radioactive. You know, you know what's yep. super interesting is uh, the way we detected the Russians detecting uh, testing one of their nuclear bombs was because the Kodak factory in upstate New York started seeing high levels of radiation in their their film, which is super mm. interesting. Like, that's how we knew. Good job, that, Kodak. Yeah, I yeah, know. Always on top of it, Kodak. <laughs> that's their slogan. Can't can't slip a nuclear test past us. Kodak. That's it. Our lenses are, are too strong. All right. Uh, let's move it over to an interesting arrest. Uh, Frederick Anthony Turner, 38. And I'm going to call him Freddie. I'm assuming yeah, he goes by Freddie. Like that. Uh, and Jesse Caroline Walker, 22, were both arrested on the evening of June 20th, that's Saturday, uh, on DUI charges. Deputies uh, said that both crashed their vehicles along Glover Pond Road in uh, Coweta County, Georgia. And the circumstances of the arrest are comical. So uh, let's get into them. What happened was Freddie flipped his 1999 Forest Green Ford Ranger truck on Glover Pond Road while the sun was still up. I'm not sure exact time, but I saw the body cam of the cop who found the truck and the sun. It was about sunset. Um, got got quite a got quite a taint, uh, a tilt on there uh, where you, you get so plastered, you flip your truck in broad daylight. Correct. Yeah, it's yeah, a pretty low true. to the ground truck, too. The Ford Ranger is not a not a high sitting truck. No, it was a shitty truck. Uh, he was drinking so many beers in the truck that when the flipped over vehicle like uh, fell over, the scene was just littered with beer cans. So it looked like a <laughs> he case was more of beer <laughs> was driving the truck and just like exploded it and flipped over. He got more yeah. hurt by the bottles and cans that hit him in the head when the thing flipped than, than the actual flipping. Basically. Chipped a tooth. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He was probably so limp, you know, like from being yeah. drunk. He, he took the crash really well. When the cops arrived, um, on the flip truck, they started searching the woods near the truck for Freddie, who had climbed out. Uh, but it turns out Freddie wasn't in the woods. He was just down the road a little bit further, crashed again in the ditch on the side of the road in his friend's red Ram 1500 truck. Come on. Uh, so hold on. Yeah. Yep. Come on. <laughs> hold on. What happened? Yeah. So the deputies uh, arrived on the scene of, of that truck that was crashed in the ditch and confirmed that his friend Jesse uh, was also too drunk to drive. She was driving the red truck um, and that they so had she, was brought, the, she yeah. came to pick him up. She came to get him and that they had brought a stock. Cooler Jesse, of I need help. Hey, Jesse, make sure you don't flip this truck because that one was real. Oh, no. Yeah, just slide into the ditch. And they had a cooler of beers in the truck cab with them, presumably <sighs> that they had salvaged from the flip truck uh, to just keep the party going inside the new truck. Uh, yeah, he thought he was rescued scot-free to drink more beers than another car accident. Yeah. Wouldn't you believe it? Freddie, he's got frosted tips in the year 2020. Uh, <laughs> that pretty much tells you all you need to know. He's just never going to stop the party. Even a flip truck, he's just going to pivot and turn that into an attempted booty call, it seems like. So, uh Unfortunately for the two of them, though, uh, for these antics, they both got DUIs for uh, last Saturday. And then, Bub, taking it to the Internet, 
local uh, Bubba Smith. Uh, there was a post from somebody in the local area who was trying to like uh, identify the man. And like, they were like, I guess trying to shit talk him in the community. And Bubba Smith goes, he lives on the road beside the power plant, which like, I don't know, just something about Freddie, like having a house that looks directly at a power plant. Like so unsurprising. What a snitch. No, no one will ever insure these people again. I hope not. I hope that they'll never have car insurance. That's, that's gotta be Freddie's. I would say more than eighth DUI. Well, apparently there's another road around here, pine something, and people are just flying down this road. So Bubba and the crew are are upset that they can't take their kids out there on the strollers anymore because there's too many people hot dogging down Pine <laughs> Bluff Road or whatever. That's, and it, that, they're partying on the road. Like that's that's their party. Yeah, people were like, they were doing donuts. I didn't catch them. It was it was a pretty funny thing. I love Jesus. that. Hey, guys, you know what gets me all horned up and in need of a release by any means necessary? Hmm. Um, Twitch, female Twitch streamers? Yeah, porn. That and peacekeeping missions. You ever just get so wound up while keeping the peace that you just have to get a prostitute to bang you while you and your buddies drive you around in your official United Nations vehicle? Well, then you haven't lived, brother. You haven't lived. Because that's what happened this past weekend. The video shot in the Israeli coastal city of Tel Aviv went viral, uh, and it's of a guy in the back of a United Nations 4x4 vehicle getting his junk ground to a nub uh, by what appears to be a (laughs) sultry lady or a very slight man in a red dress with his midriff exposed. Uh, You can tell it's a United Nations vehicle because the letters UN are written all over it. Yeah, every panel pretty much. Not a good look. Yeah, in the 18-second video, you can also see the, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> a driver and passenger in the front seat. Well, this guy's getting some some hot, hot sex in the back seat. And the action <laughs> must have he can't, he can't He can't keep his peace mission unless he gets his peace in. Uh, what a stinky yeah. car. There's, uh, you there's know two that car watchers smells. in the car. Oh. With a bunch of Israeli UN workers in a hot, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> he action. Cannot, he cannot wait till the hotel. He cannot wait. It must happen now. Hey, pull over. I want, the, I want to say something to this woman. Um, the action must have been pretty hot because at one point in the video, the guy in the passenger seat either goes for a five high five. He reaches back there or he goes for like a B-hole digit penetration situation oh, and his man. hand gets slapped away because the guy's saying, wait your turn. This uh, is mine. Yeah. You're we're, you're gonna, you're next in the sweaty truck. Yeah. Don't Gross. disrespect her. Yeah. Uh, those involved uh, guys are believed to be staff members of a peacekeeping organization in Israel. Uh, Steph- oh, of course they are. Of course, you, UNICEF, UN, all of these people. Off the, the salt of the earth, obviously. They don't ever get into anything wrong. No. Yeah, great, people. great, great humans. Yep. Yeah. Stephanie Durjak, uh, the spokesperson for the UN Secretary General, Antonio Gertes, described the behavior seen in the 18-second video as abhorrent. Uh, they're not happy about it. Apparently, guys, as typical. Yes, as yep, this happens a lot. Yeah, as as sadly more common than you think, because there's a lot of people who go and work over in third world countries, um, or 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 not third world. This is Israel, but like I mean, in, in certain situations, they might be working for these empowered groups that are that are you know international uh, like diplomatic groups, and then they just act like pieces of shit when they get over. There. I mean, have you ever been just so horned up at, on your job that you would put and have two buddies in the car that you're presumably your co-workers like pull over i gotta get i guys i gotta get this prostitute you know we've been keeping the peace all day yeah it's like 
it's like the hard factor crews in a van and one of us has to have sex in the van. <laughs> yeah, look, it's like, that's aggressive. I mean, that's I mean, like, what is it? Like, maybe after like a 10 year prison stint. I don't know about if you like were a, by a yourself. Flight, no, if you were by yourself. I mean, Charles Barkley, he's talked a little bit about that. If you're by yourself, the move may be appropriate. But uh, this is going to be a very stressful peacekeeping mission. We must yeah. from the start have clear heads. Guys, this is nothing new for the U.N. Because apparently in 2019, <laughs> yeah. there were 175 allegations of sexual exploitation and abuse uh, against well, well, there you go. Yeah. U.N. staff members. Taken to the internet, uh, Kona Ice of Central Arkansas says, and just a quick side note here, this is literally a, an Italian ice truck that, that that services the Central Arkansas area, but they felt the need to chime in with their official business Twitter saying, don't try and make us believe this, please. How does the UN logo magically disappear after the car leaves the intersection? Hashtag fake news, hashtag bad editing. Uh, there was a lot Whoa. of comments like this, guys. Uh, there are a bunch of there's a bunch of UN stands. Absolutely not true. They're just these people need glasses. If you go to the last frame of the video, uh, you can still faintly see the UN logo exactly where it was at the beginning of the video. Why is everyone defending the UN? Like more importantly, what <laughs> what is the social media uh, manager of Kona Ice of Central Arkansas doing? <laughs> getting involved in this? Yeah, good point. Yeah, he doesn't yet. believe it. They would the UN would never. That's true, guys. And then question everything. At Heather Kegler says. This is the UN's only success, screwing the oppressed. But um, there you go. That's Whoa. a more apt comment. This yeah, that's like, a lit- that's like a literal end joke. Yeah, I know. And that's gonna do it for Hard Factor, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, it's good to be back on the show. Thanks to you, gentlemen, for carrying the weight last week. Apologies that I, uh, I, uh, you know. Well, hopefully, you got your refresh on. I'm feeling way refreshed. Look, what well, we talked you, about, you're allowed to go on vacations, just the the notice. Yeah, well, and double and and double heads doubly, yeah. Pat, you come back on a half week. I'm not a big have, heads up guy. Yeah. And that's that's you, something yeah. I'm going to work on personally. Like a double vacay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I like to just show up at Mark's house sometimes. Say, you do. We're hanging you out. Are. You hate organized schedules. Hate I hate them. I fucking hate them. <laughs> but I'm real good at writing it in the calendar, but I just look at it. I don't tell anyone. Uh, anyway, guys, yeah, again, radio is not happening this week for us. We might be on the radio. We might not. It won't be new episodes. So just stick to the pod. We'll be back next week. And which is very cool. I mean, we covered on the pod last week. We're doing four days a week now on Sirius XM, Monday through Thursday. That's really exciting at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, what else we got? Anything else we need to talk about? Uh, we're going to do some. Uh, we're going to get some education given to us uh, by the interns, I think, soon. Some, some video content. Oh, we're doing we, some uh, Zoomer. We're doing yeah. some Zoomer trainings. We don't yeah. know. Our, we're not up on. Our yeah, we need to learn so about the Zoomers. Oh, can we talk about our, our, our political grit week? That's going to not be political grit week, but it's going to be some some different. Try, yeah, drive, yeah. Uh, the we'll, vote drive. Vote drive. We'll be doing something uh, in late August uh, around the DNC and the RNC. Uh, that's going to be geared around getting people to to register to vote, so that we're they... going to rent a UN sized van, yep. and we'll see how that goes. Give me a yeah. four by four, <laughs> but in all seriousness, way bigger than the UN van. Yeah, we'll probably yeah, start yeah. in Reno and we'll drive down to Florida. But in all seriousness, if you guys are around that path and you you want to do an event with us, we're, I'm going to try to wrestle a politician. That's going to be a big thing for me. Uh, we're going to try to be with a politician. Bring every your day. mask and your hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. But uh, suggestions welcome. Have a great fucking day.